All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the LAX beat. Right now, we're sitting down with Halifax Thunderbirds' own Brad Gillies. Brad, how's the day going for you? Good. Just uh, handling my typical day-to-day. Um, I'm a club director with a lacrosse club here in Rochester, so just uh, dealing with some some typical stuff there. So, I guess working in Rochester, the relocation of the Thunderbirds to Halifax, did that come like as a shock to you? Um. I think there was some instant shock for sure. Um, I was one of the players kind of living in market. Um, I went to school here uh, in Rochester, was drafted to the Nighthawks right after there. So um, being in market, uh, I was obviously pretty comfortable doing my thing here. And uh, so there was a little bit of an instant shock. But um, as the moves happened, I've I've been perfectly happy with it and and ecstatic about the move, actually. I think it's uh, it's been a great move for us. And um, the results are kind of showing that, too. Yeah, well, definitely last year, obviously, the record was great. And this year, we picked up the the same way, 5-1 and one so far. Um, walk me through the weekend, though. Obviously, you score the tying goal against the Wings uh, at one point in the game there. Um, I would call it a pretty good goal uh, for you. How does that feel for you? You know, scoring, tying the game, getting everybody amped up. I know the crowds aren't the same. And, you know, limited fans or no fans, uh, you know, playing around those kind of things. But how does that feel for you when you score and, you know, you got the big moment, but there's nobody really cheering around you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't, it wouldn't even, didn't care about no crowd. I was just so excited to to score that goal. Um, I knew the magnitude of it. It was, uh, obviously, we had just kind of gone down by one with 2.30 left. And I think I would be lying if you didn't think, oh, Jesus, game slipping away from us. So um, to score that goal in that moment, um, I was really proud. And uh, it, uh yeah, it was just one of those games where we felt like we were controlling everything and, and um, that it was kind of just they were hanging around us, their goalies playing well, and I thought we were outplaying them. And and uh, But it was also just a really tight game, one a goal that was going to come down to one or two goals. So um, when they went ahead, it was uh, concerning. But um, like you said, I, I pride myself on being able to score some goals in transition when I get the opportunity. And uh, um I took advantage of that opportunity. So for you, obviously, you know, scoring that goal, huge. Um, what is bigger for you? And I asked this question of uh, Tyson Bell before he joined the uh, the Thunderbirds. Obviously, I haven't got to get his opinion on the team yet. But for you, is a big defensive play better than almost scoring a goal? Because obviously, you're breaking things up. You're retrieving the ball. Uh, you know, really gets everything rolling. Uh, for you, what is the bigger moment? I know for Tyson, he said that stripping that ball was, you know, key, paramount. And, you know, being able to be a part of that is huge. Uh, but for you, what side of it is? Is it for you? Um, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't scoring the goal. Um, it's, uh, it's, just, it's, it's just as good of a feeling as it gets, I think, in sports. Uh, I mean, every offensive guy would tell you they want to be scoring the goal. Um, maybe they, they don't mind passing and stuff, but it's as good of a feeling to, to put the ball in the back of the net. And uh, especially as D guys, we don't get that opportunity very often. So we have to make the most of every one of those opportunities. And um, it's such a huge part of the game too, when we can um, add one or two in transition, those are often uh, the difference makers um, in this, this close NLL game. So um, yeah, it's a great feeling when those do those balls do go in the net. No, definitely. Well, speak about the, uh, the Halifax center for its defense, obviously getting Tyson Bell, you have everybody coming back, Um, you know, going into this season, no matter who I talk to, um, you know, whether it's the GM of the, 
the Vancouver team, Calgary. Uh, it didn't matter. Everybody said that Halifax's defense is going to be one of the best in the league. Do you guys feel that you are? And obviously with the addition of Bell and other things, do you think there's still more room for this defense to grow throughout the season? Um, we, we're definitely a confident group. Um, I think, like you said, adding a couple pieces to an already established defense, um, definitely raised our confidence. Um, and I think we we're a really disciplined group. We have some, obviously some huge names and a guy like Hossick and, uh, Scott Campbell. And these guys are just, um, top defenders in our league, but we have just a bunch of other guys that just buy into the system and are really disciplined and, and, we play really, really well together. So I think um, we we expect a lot of ourselves and we expect to post a low number every game. Um, and another big reason for that is having Warren Hill in net too, having uh, somebody be able to to kind of step in when we do make these mistakes or breakdowns and he's got our back and um, we got his back as far as trying to give him the, the easiest shots possible. So um yeah, I think, um, like I said, we are confident in ourselves. We think we can play at a really high level. Um, but to answer the question, I think there is room for improvement. We uh, we go, we went over film last night and kind of dissected um, just all areas that we maybe gave up a shot that we wouldn't have liked to or uh, any of the goals that got by us. And some of them are just kind of really correctable stuff that I think we can um, do better as a group. And um, if we do that, we can hopefully even play at a higher level. So, you know, that's a scary thing to hear because obviously you guys are five and one doing really well. And when you hear guys say, no, there's room to improve and there's things that we can do to be even better, uh, you know, that makes other teams' ears stand up and, you know, the hairs in the back of their neck. Because when I talked to a lot of the guys the previous season, I know we didn't have one last year, um, you know, when they were rolling, they said, this isn't even our best game yet. We haven't even played a full game yet. And they were rolling. I think it was uh, at that time they were still undefeated. The O didn't go. And, yeah, it just – Seeing this team this year, it's exactly what I saw before. And it's picking up where you guys had left off, you know, previously when you were able to start that role in the inaugural season. For you guys, obviously having a goaltender behind you like Hill, wondering, is he a vocal guy? Is he a quiet guy? Uh, is he a guy that will tell you, you know, this, that, and the other stuff? Or is he just sound in his net and just, you know, does his work and doesn't really bark at anybody? He definitely doesn't bark at us at all. Um, he's as as good of a guy as they come. Um, and I think even if we make a mistake, he's probably the first to kind of take the blame on himself for for letting it in. But um, he's he's vocal in, in communicating with us as far as where he wants his shots and uh, what he's seeing out there from his end. Um, but he's also a pretty quiet guy as well. He, he just kind of takes care of his business. He's um, worrying about playing – at a high level himself and uh, kind of just being a support uh, system for us too. No, definitely. Well, I want to ask you about the, the coaching staff and uh, mainly Mike Kersey. Um, you know, no mercy of Kersey as he used to be called. I'm um, wondering for you, obviously drawing up game plans and, and doing those kind of things. You talked about going over tape and stuff like that. What is the approach that you feel Mike Kersey brings that leads to the success of the, uh, the Halifax Thunderbirds? Because obviously you know, both times so far behind the bench, both seasons, you know, the one shortened one and this one that we're rolling through right now, the team seems confident. Uh, even if they get down, they know that they can battle back. Like we just talked about you scoring that tying goal, um, you know, but it has to be the belief in the system, the belief in the coaching. Uh, what does a Kersey bring to the table that resonates so well with everyone? Um, I think he's, he's a really great players um, coach. He, uh, 
he's he's definitely obviously we know um like you said uh his history in this league and, and we all have a lot of respect for him um and that's facet and uh it helps with him delivering his message um and us buying into it um because of that and uh I think he sees the game at, at, at a really high level on both ends of the floor. So he's able to, to really um, provide a lot of great, great feedback from both the offense and the defense and uh, being able to, to add both ends of the floor and improve both groups um, goes a long way as a head coach. Um, and I think he also does a good job of leaning on us. Um, he, he, we have a leadership group of guys that have been with this team for a number of years. And uh, he's kind of in constant contact with us as uh far as getting feedback on things that he's doing well, things that we want to do better as a, a group and, and just having an open line of communication um, with us. So I think that goes a long way. And as far as uh, being a coach and, and being able to lean on your guys and then being able to do vice versa. So uh, definitely um, think he's doing a phenomenal job with us. No, it definitely appears that way. You look at everything that's happened, like I said, with this team and the records they've had, it speaks for itself. It speaks volumes. Uh, another thing for a team that is huge, and especially, I guess, in lacrosse, is a little different. You're not all in the same community. You're not all together all the time. Um, you don't live in market either. So it's, you know, a lot of commuting and different things like that. Can you speak to the bond of this team? You know, because it definitely seems like we watch all the the videos put out by Tyson and crew, um, you know, of everybody being very close together and, you know, just wanting to, to win the common goal. But it seems like everybody's on the same page, like you guys are around each other every day, even though you're not. Can you speak to the bond amongst the guys and why the chemistry is so high amongst this group? Um, yeah, we definitely have a tight knit group. Um, I, uh, I can even like right now, um, now that we're kind of in the midst of the season and we kind of, I know we had those breaks um, and multiple week break and it felt like we kind of couldn't really get in a rhythm even together. Um, and now it's like um, tonight we, I'm driving up and heading to practice and I'll be able to see everybody and, already excited to see everybody and then friday we'll be flying out and so the breaks are getting a lot smaller and, and we're really able to see each other a bunch and um there's excitement with that so um but yeah we just everybody um i think there's such a mutual respect amongst the team um we all uh enjoy being around each other there's um tons of laughs all the time it's it's, it's very light but um at the same time we're we're able to, to turn it on when we need to turn it on and um that comes with that kind of mutual respect that um, we expect of each other and uh, just the work that we expect of each other as far as off the field right now when we're apart and uh, when we're showing up for game day or practice that um, when it's time to put the work in, we do. So as far as kind of how that um, chemistry is built, I guess it, it helps with with the leadership um, of our captains and, and uh, building kind of an atmosphere uh, that that's fun to be around. Um, guys like uh, Soupy and uh, Jammer just are are two guys that are have been in this league a long time but um and obviously have done a ton as far as nll championships and, and played this game at a high level for a long time but they're also two of the the funnier guys in our room that are that are keeping it light and uh um we enjoy being around so uh, that goes a long way well i'll ask you a two-sided question here one side of it's uh when things are i guess intense and you need that moment of uh maybe a laughter break or someone just to to break the tension whether it's during the game in the locker room doesn't matter. Who's the guy that usually does that? Uh, it's it's Soupy, hundred uh, percent. Scott Campbell. So he's he's honestly one of the funniest guys uh, that I've been around, and he's always just 
he's he, it's always light for him but he also um like i said when when he talks as far as a serious talk uh, we definitely listen but i would say 75 percent of the his talk is some sort of humor so definitely have well I, they say if you're laughing and having fun you're doing your job right so that's a it's a good way to be the other side of that coin you might have already just answered it but um who's the guy on the team that when he walks in the room and he's not in the jovial mood, you know, because everything needs to be serious and need to crack down. Is it the same guys at soupy again, or is it somebody else that when he walks in, it's like, Oh, like a kind of like a Scott Stevens back in the day for hockey, you know, you know, when he walked in the room, it was time to get serious and get down to business. Yeah. I would say we probably lean on our captain, um, Cody for that. Um, he's, uh, a great leader and he uh like i said he's been doing this at a high level for a really long time and he does it especially at a high level when it's uh the big moment so um whether when he's just kind of leading by example or when it's time to kind of um fire us up he uh he does a really good job of that well i'd be remiss if i didn't ask obviously the nll entering a deal this year with tsn being able to be broadcast on the sports network and obviously everybody can see it more eyeballs on the sport and we talked Nick to Nick Sakevich earlier in the year uh, about the growth of the league and things like that. Um, he pointed out, you know, being on TV and getting more eyes, more young eyes on the product. I want to know for you guys, obviously um, you hear a lot of guys in different sports, whether it's Monday night football, hockey night in Canada on Saturday night. Now we have the lacrosse game live. Um, do guys take that into account and say, hey, you know, let's let's put on a little bit more of a show. I know there's still the structure and everything like that. But when you got more eyes on you, obviously you want to do something spectacular. And, and like you talk about big players doing big things. I mean, it's got to be a little bit ratcheted up a little bit, knowing that you're on national TV and everybody's watching what you're doing. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I think it elevates your play a little bit. Um, but I think we've always kind of everybody in this league, whether you knew you had the eyeballs on you or not. You, you, you gave it all um, just because there's such a pride in this game and, and, and a love for the sport of lacrosse. So um, I, I think it elevates things especially, but uh, um, I think for the most part where we've been kind of doing our thing at this high level for a long time. And, and we just want to, we're happy that more eyeballs are on it. I, uh, this, to that point, like um, I coach youth lacrosse and, uh, and run some box leagues and things like that. And, I can't tell you the number of families that I, I hear from now that are just saying, oh, I caught your game on, on Sunday. I caught your game on Saturday now because they have access to it. So yeah. um, it, it, it's just those conversations are happening a hundred times more than they, they used to. So it's uh, it's pretty incredible, the, the job that they're doing. No, definitely. You want to see the game grow. And that was the big thing when we spoke with Nick about, you know, getting more eyeballs on it, growing it and growing it into different things. I want to ask you this. Obviously, every league has 10 pole events like All-Star Games and stuff like that. Would you ever be interested if you were selected to play in an all-star game kind of outside, um, you know, do it outside, you know, bring it back to the origins, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think that would be a cool like kind of spectacle. You look at the, the NHL with the outdoor game and stuff like that. I think that could be something that really would translate well with the NLL. Yeah. I mean, whether it's the all-star game or just a, uh, a regular season game outdoors, I think uh, would be really cool. Um, and I'm sure they've had talks of it. It's, I mean, obviously a lot of our season is in the winter, but there's teams uh, in Texas and San Diego now. So um, we got some warm, uh, warm weather locations. So it would be pretty cool um, to do something outdoors. Obviously, hopefully the, there's nothing worse than um, the rain coming into play or things like that back in, back in college when it was a rainy day and 
Um, your stick's not thrown right, but uh, if they could hopefully ensure the elements are good, uh, I think it'd be pretty cool. Well, speaking of things throwing right, finally, I think it seems that you guys will be back here in Halifax on the weekend. There will be fans in attendance for you. Um, what is your biggest moment so far, biggest takeaway from being in Halifax and playing from the Thunderbirds? And I can tell you the um, the appetite is large right now for you guys to get back. Everybody's waiting. So for you, is there a big memory so far that you've been a part of here with the Thunderbirds here in Halifax? Um. I mean, I, I I just get a ton of excitement just coming to Halifax um, and and playing in front of these fans. I think um, some other guys have talked about it's just there's there's such a comfort level already that uh, getting in our routine of of getting to the hotel and and uh, going to the rink and everything. It's just um, we we play we play well there, um, and and part of that is just being in that city and um, obviously the fans and, and how they're kind of treating us and. Um, so, uh, no, I think I don't really have one pinpoint moment, but, uh, I can tell you, I, I get a ton of, um, excitement and, uh, I've got, I've got a bunch of family that, that comes to the games that are, that are from Nova Scotia. So, um, every time I I'm able to come home there and, and, uh, be able to play in front of them. Um, it's, it's a lot of uh, pride for me to do that. Well, we are looking forward to having the Thunderbirds back and looking forward to the big game on the weekend. I want to wish you safe travels. I want to thank you very much for joining me today. Um, let everybody know, what can they expect from Mr. Gillies this weekend in Halifax? We get another goal. We get another big moment, a highlight reel. We're going to do something in the uh, the return back to Scotiabank. Uh, you can expect some some sound defense and some disciplined defense. And if uh, if I get the opportunity to jump in a rush, I'll uh, I'll try to make the most of it for sure. Well, if you do score, we'll make sure to tag it and say it was because of this interview right here that you put on the highlight reel. But, Brad, I want to thank you very much for swinging by. Best of luck this weekend and the rest of the season. Hopefully have you on towards the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a great day, man. Yep, you too. So there you have it right there. That is Brad Gillies of the Halifax Thunderbirds. They are back in town this weekend. Get your tickets if you're in town. If not, tune in on TSN. What are you waiting for? The fastest game on two feet is lacrosse. Beautiful. All right, this is Offside LAX, where lacrosse comes to talk.